0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 34 to glory. I am your host Tyler Flesh co- joined by my co-host and father Brian Flesh. Hey there. Alright, hey, uh, announcement before we get started. You can now find us pretty much where any podcasts are, so look us up, 34 to glory. right, now that that is out of the way, we are going to combine everything that has happened so far in the offseason into one episode. So, we are going to do running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. We're going to talk about the defensive line this year and how well they did. And then we will talk about coaching, we will evaluate Nagy, and we will then go into free agency and Ryan Pace, which we are saving for the end because we have a lot to say and that might go a little long. So, so you're saying this
1: is a Bears bonanza.
0: Yeah. All right. We were gone for a little bit because someone was sick. Uh, so I
1: won't <laughs> say who that
0: might be. Still a little sick, but with the help of our good friend... Beer. We're gonna get through this all together. I'm not gonna tell you what kind of beer we're drinking because yet we're not yet sponsored. So you maybe, know where to you know where to find us. Maybe uh, one day. Thirty four Gloria at Any <laughs> like those little like what is it, disclaimers? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that was a great disclaimer like, by the uh, way. You, you go to the restaurant. And it's like not participating at all. No one hears that. Anyhow. So, let's get into it. Uh, this is alarming. You brought up a very interesting fact, right? We we literally... I don't think people understand. We have stuff printed off. We have stuff we're looking at on our computer slash phone, whatever we got in front of us. We're, there, there's a lot of stuff... Um, we, we, but then that's all the prep work that goes into it, right? Yeah, I then, mean it's it, it, we're we're not fancy. We're just everyday guys going through a few things. And I was, I, say, hey Ty, look at well this. no, but what, what we're saying is yeah. like we're we're prepared, but we're not. This isn't a rehearsal show. That's like well, I didn't know I was doing the disclaimer thing, right? You know, yeah. So this is what takes <laughs> rehearsal, <laughs> yeah. rehearsal. So this is what's crazy is right when you sat down, you looked at the piece of paper. You looked up at me and said, holy shit, this. Yeah. I said,
1: can you believe it? We don't have an 800-yard receiver. What does that say?
0: We don't have an 800-yard receiver. I I mean, you have to repeat it to yourself because you can't believe it. I had no idea. And our receiver for that was... Take a guess. Allen Robinson had the most with seven hundred and fifty-four yards. That's look. I'm let's just break it down, okay? Taylor Gabriel had the next highest with six hundred and eighty-eight. Anthony Miller had four hundred and twenty-three on thirty-three receptions. Um, Taylor Gabriel had sixty-seven receptions for six. 188 yards. Should have said the receptions. And then Alan Robinson had 94 catches for only 754 yards. I mean. So the receiving yards per catch for the entire team
1: is 11 yards per catch.
0: What does that good. say? It's not very good. It means we don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball downfield. I mean, Tariq Cohen also had 725 yards. Howard had 145 yards.
1: That could be 15 yards per okay, catch so if we counted the vertical jumps to try to
0: catch Trubisky's passes. Yeah. Um, You know, what, what's great, though, is we when we talk about this stuff, you know, people do come after us sometimes on Instagram, and we answer right back, and we're thankful for that. Yeah, we, if, we appreciate if, the if feedback. We I understand, like, I'm changing subjects a little bit, but what I'm trying to say is, like, some of this stuff gets clipped and sound by it, and you don't hear the whole podcast. So if people like the clips, please listen to the whole podcast, because in my opinion, we bring up really good points to defend our arguments. That's why we're getting on Trubisky right now with these wide receiver numbers, because we did an episode where we talked about Trubisky and only a little bit of it got clipped. Well, listen to the whole thing. And if you don't, if you still don't like it and you want to be on the show, let us know. Let us know. That's all we want. Yeah. We're all not going to agree, but at the end of the day, we're all going to agree that we're Bears fans. Now, back to this. Quick question. You said the whole thing about Trubisky. I mean, do we have a number one wide receiver on the team? Or is it Trubisky? You know... I
1: I am really struggling with that as a Bears fan because everything I'm looking on paper here says we have talent, but that talent's not getting operationalized on the field.
0: No, I agree completely. They're not getting the ball at all.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you just can't have a team that you're receiving is averaging 11 yards per catch. Do you know how many of those catches are just little short dump-offs when you're looking at stats like this? A ton of them. Yeah. and So that means you're not pushing the ball down the field. And if you're not pushing the ball down the field, geez, that's really, really tough uh, on an offense and a defense. So, yeah, I'm thinking we got talent. I see talent here. I just don't see it coming to fruition right now.
0: Are you running for office right now? Yeah, well... You're really going around my question here. I I mean, I I appreciate all the feedback that you just gave, but you never once... I said, do we have a legitimate number one wide receiver on the team? And you went full 360, and now we're back here, so I'm going to ask you again. Do we have a legitimate number one wide receiver for the Chicago Bears? No. Okay. I am going to disagree with you I think Allen Robinson Is a number one He went over for 2,000 yards In Jacksonville They've never had a quarterback But he did it with Bortles I'm, I'm just saying I know he had Alex Hearns But I'm with you Look at our receiving core We have a great core We have. I thought Taylor Gabriel played great To me he lived up he was better with my expectations of him were, were were not as good as how he performed i was pleasantly surprised with him anthony miller we got high on real quick that I, kid i mean i'm still high on him i i love anthony miller he passes the eye test
1: down the line over and over and over again someone says passes the
0: sniff test as well oh really <laughs> i know you know, it's a thing. You got the eye test, the stiff test. It's all a test. Life is a test, son. Yeah, but he passes. He does. So he did great, but okay, let me let me bring this up before I now I know you said no, but I am going to try to persuade your opinion. Go for it. Mitchell Trubisky has a problem with trusting wide receivers. He is he does not let it go sometimes when he should. And Allen Robinson is a go up and get the ball, man. He will fight for that ball. He'll yank the ball, throw it up. We did not see any of that this year. We did not. Maybe, what, I want to say six, seven times, maybe? Maybe. It happened. Out of of
1: what, 50, 60 throws, maybe? We saw it a handful of times.
0: I'm in agreement. And it also means he's getting the ball. He's getting the ball short. How many receptions did he have? He had what ninety? What do we say? He had, he had, yeah, he had ninety. Where is it? 93? Ninety-three. Ninety-three receptions. Ninety-four. He had ninety-four receptions. He should have been closer to that thousand-yard mark with ninety-four. That's a lot of receptions, but they don't matter when they're dinks and dunks. Well, and and that's why
1: you got to have a quarterback. Uh, yeah. And I know I sound like a broken record, but you have to have a quarterback that knows the strengths of your receivers and throws to those strengths. And right now, you can say that he's not throwing to the strengths of Robinson.
0: Okay, so we talked about the receivers a little bit. Who's your best receiver, you think? On the team? Yeah.
1: Well, obviously Robinson first. I personally, in second, I really like Anthony Miller. I think that if he gets things
0: fixed. What would you give the grade for as a core as a core receiving unit. Like you're talking A plus through F. What what, what are you talking? What are you thinking? I, I'm thinking B minus. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go A. I'm going to say an A, and I'm telling you because I'm I'm just saying, I don't think we have a quarterback, and I think the system's there. I did not expect Taylor Gabriel to put up the numbers he put up. I did not. I thought the ball should have got to Anthony Miller a little more. It didn't. That's fine. He's a rookie. Allen Robinson should have got the ball probably a little more too. I don't like the fact – I'm not against it, but I don't like the fact that Tariq Cohen had so many receiving yards. He. I mean – Well, that's what I, I was like going to – I like Tariq, but man – How much of it is the system though, Tyler? How much
1: of it is oh my the gadget? How much on, of it is a gadget on, playing?
0: Hold on, stop the phone. Uh oh, we what read happened? it wrong. People are yelling in their cars. Uh oh, they're slamming shit. Oh. We we fucked up. <laughs> okay, where he do was st- targeted ninety four times, he caught fifty five. So Gabriel was targeted ninety three times. He caught 67. That makes a lot more sense there. Yeah. Why they weren't more at the 1,000 yards. So that was my bad, the way this sheet's printed off. But there you go. But still, man, I wonder how many, you know, when we don't get. But I want to I get
1: back to what I was talking about. How much is part of that no one was under 800 yards a part of how kind of gadgety our system is? In in, in well, terms Tariq had, of
0: Tariq had the second most on the team at seven hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. yeah, he had seventy-one catches. He led the team. Yeah. Our running back should not be leading the team in receptions. Right, right. That that that's an issue. And listen, I I love Nagy. I, I've
1: I've I've loved everything he's done. Well, but and this is this isn't against now, now the entire on, system.
0: Though. Now hold on though, I'm gonna just cut you off because now think though it. Nagy only calls the plays. Trubisky decides where the ball goes. So yeah, yeah. Couldn't you couldn't be more? That's that's absolutely right. And so basically, what I'm getting from that is he kind of likes the dumb downs. I mean, he did hit Cohen on a couple real wheel routes, but there were a couple times this year where I mean that screen pass was his longest one, and he mm. busted it deep. Yeah, and it was just a little screen. Which I and listen, I'm not trying to take away from Trubisky. He played all right. He played okay. He did not play well. Should have played a lot better. Don't care that he's that young. Don't care that it's a new system. Don't, I just don't care. Tired of excuses, man. Kid played for uh extra, extra game. Got an extra playoff game. You know, most, most people don't get that. Still don't play good. Anyhow, let's move on. We're not on Trubisky. I'm tired of talking about him. um, we already did our podcast on him. Listen, so let let's just go to it. Let's get to the elephant in the room. All right. Now all this is going to tie in, and we'll talk about it later. But uh, I think you know who I'm going to say. Who was your biggest disappointment on not receiving core, but out of re- out of what we're talking about—receivers, running backs, tight ends—who's your biggest disappointment? Wow, receivers, running backs, and tight ends. I, I, I obviously we're not on the same page. I'm going to let you answer because I don't want to. I don't want to skew yours. But when I say mine, a light bulb is going to go off in your head. But you go ahead and you let me know what you're thinking right now. The
1: biggest disappointment on offense is what you're saying.
0: No, I don't. Well, basically, yeah, because you can't count offensive what? line. Man. It's got to
1: be Jordan Howard,
0: right? Nope who, who are you trey about? Burton oh Trey for that money and that what the fuck man seriously yeah he he there was were a, games there were games he just completely
1: disappeared this year
0: <laughs> he was a third I don't care what people say he was a third string in Philadelphia for a reason and we paid what 35 million guaranteed to him We'll get into that later too, but I just want to touch on some of there's there's a pattern here with guaranteed money and pace. Um, let's go to the. T- I mean, that's I don't have anything else to say about the tight ends here. Let's you know what? Let's be fair to him. We read off numbers for everyone else. So let's read off some numbers for old Trey Trey. Trey Burton played and started all sixteen games this year. He was targeted seventy six times. He caught. Fifty-four balls for only five hundred and sixty-nine yards. I mean, come on. His longest was forty-seven. He averaged only thirty-five point six a game. Ouch. Ouch, mm. ouch. 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 That's a disappointment. Yeah, it is. And he was supposed to be like a Travis Kelsey type, because that's what that's what Nagy wants to do with that offense is create a. Um, a tight end who can ideally pass catch like Gronkowski or uh, or uh, Travis Kelsey or an Antonio Gates. I mean, I know Antonio Gates is older now, but, hey, an- Antonio Gates was a baller. So, but, you know, that's my biggest disappointment by far. Yeah. Y- you? No, I, I, I agree
1: with that. I, I was disappointed in – um, Jordan Howard, not so much in Jordan Howard's talent. I I actually believe in Jordan. Well, let's Howard.
0: okay. Let's transition then. Yeah. Let's get let's yeah. go to let's go to running backs. We said our piece with tight ends. Yeah, I mean pretty much. It was it was Trey Boo Boo. He Trey Boo Boo put up rookie numbers like it doesn't make sense coming from a similar offense. Cause it, cause Doug Peterson came from the Andy Reid tree. Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy are really good friends. They run a similar offense. That's why they went and got Trey Burton. And Trey Burton put up rookie maybe even less than rookie numbers.
1: Yeah. Well do you think that cashing in on the big paycheck, now that he's got the money tree, he's not so concerned about He just didn't look
0: good. I don't think he's good. I what what did he really do for the Eagles other than the Philly special? That was it. Yeah. So yeah. you throw one touchdown pass in a Super Bowl and you're you don't pay you don't pay a third string tight end that much. Anyhow, we'll get into that later. Why did you say Jordan Howard at first? Well,
1: here's the deal. I I wasn't I was disappointed in the fact that I think personally Jordan Howard can catch the ball out of the backfield and I think he I think they do not utilize him because they've typecast him. They've typecast him as all they can do is run the ball, and I don't think they've given him a real opportunity to catch the ball. How many times did they throw to him the whole year? How many? Yeah, how many times did they throw to Jordan
0: Howard the entire year? He was targeted 20. Well, you know what? This this proves your point, and I agree with you. He was targeted 26 times. He caught the ball 20. That's a percentage of 76.9, guys. Yeah. I mean, opportunity has got to – I mean, he only dropped six passes. Right. And and look at if, – if you looked at the Cohen other... had Cohen had a 78 percentage. He had a little better, but all, Cohen was targeted 91 that's, times, caught 71 balls. That's
1: that's why I think that whole thing about Howard not fitting the system is bullshit. He wasn't given the opportunity. He wasn't utilized right yeah. either. Would right. you agree? Yeah. he, he there were certain games that you and I were yelling at the television. Right? We were literally yelling at the television. Don't run him like that.
0: It's too many shotguns, mm-hmm. you know. And he—it's it, he, not that he can't run on a shotgun. I feel like he's more comfortable in a single back, and I. Oh, he very motion. much,
1: very much more comfortable in yeah, a single back.
0: I'm, you know why can't Trubisky get under center? Because what, like what you don't understand is when a running back's in shotgun. They don't kind of, they get the ball, like, boom. They take, like, a, one step, and then they have the ball, and then they have to go. You get a like, two, two-and-a-half steps when you're in an eye, and that makes a difference. And for power backs, that's where they want the ball, and that's what Howard is. Howard is not the fastest back in the world, but, man, you ain't going to bring him down with no arm tackle. Right, right. And he's
1: dangerous when he gets in the, into the backfield. Not dangerous in terms of speed, but dangerous in terms of,
0: you know he can he can now, break off twenty yards. Now I thought he had a good year. He uh, he played uh, fifteen games. He he got 200, two, 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 250 attempts for nine hundred thirty five yards and ninety D's. His longest was forty two yards. That was against the Vikings. I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. He averaged three point <clears throat> seven yards a carry. That's, that, I mean, that's not bad, man, for a season. No, that's it's not. not bad at all. No, it's not. I I just
1: um, get upset when I, I I'm a you know I'm a true blue fan when I hear these trade rumors with him. I don't think I think he's way talented, and I don't think that he was given the opportunity last year to show what he can do in our system that I want him to have the opportunity to to do what he can do in in this particular offense it
0: was late in the year and when we're in Chicago against Philadelphia and we don't even try yeah I don't know what that's about I don't know uh okay Cohen we'll just go to Cohen real quick love Cohen big fan of Cohen I am. I am, too. I think everyone I, is. He, had, he got the ball 99 times, ran for 444 yards, three TDs, and then he had a long of 32 and average 4.5 per carry. I mean. Yeah. I, he, he, he's okay, exciting. Okay, can I bring this up? His receiving yards are 725, right? That's the second most on the team. Okay. Why aren't we using both? Like, why can't we use both? Obviously, Cohen has the skill set to be a receiver too. Why can't they both be on the field at the same time? Yes. Why can't one be a running back, one be a receiver? Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Why can't you give? Why can't you put Howard out
1: wide? Throw I, people off. Right. I think I think he can, and I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to
0: prove that he can do that. I do too. I really do. I really want to prove that, you know. I re- I want this to happen. I want this to be a thing. But I don't know because there's rumors right now. There's not rumors. It's confirmed. He's on the training block. He's he's got to be. They look what they did in terms of getting Mike Davis. We we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk yeah, about. That. I know, I, know. I know. I know. It, it I know. bleeds it's in. It bleeds in. It all bleeds in. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I think our running backs are there, man. I, I think you have the perfect one-two combo. I don't understand why you would want anything else. I really don't. <laughs> S-
1: especially if you look at the money, and we'll talk about that later, too.
0: Yeah. Okay, moving on. Two, we promise. This is probably the star attraction that uh, we we saved the best for last. We're Dun, going da defensive da, linemen da, da. slash linebackers. We Ooh. talked about linebackers, but... Floyd and Mac are listed as linebackers. Let's face it, they play in a 3-3-4. Three, uh, three, three, it's different than a 4-3. They play in a th- – th- I said 3-3-4? Three, three, you Man. said 3-3-4. Three, three, I was going to say – On too many soccer terms. Yeah. 3-4 uh, instead of a 4-3. So they're considered linebackers. Oh, let's kind of face it, guys. They're not. They're pretty much tight ends. They are. Um. Okay. So, there are certain stats out there that let you know how good someone is, right? Mm-hmm. For instance, let's say someone has 10 sacks a season, right? Right. They have 10 sacks and then they only have 10 quarterback hits or 12 quarterback hits. Kind of lets you know that maybe they just, they kind of got lucky that season, right? Mm hmm. Well, let's just start with the big man, Hakeem Hicks. I love that man. Akeem Hicks. Alright, Akeem. Now, we were just talking. I'm I'm trying to find it. Where is it not on here? Yeah, he's he's uh no I see him, but where we, we don't have what are you looking for? Sacks. <laughs> Why aren't sacks on here? Uh let's see uh, here. We're looking we're looking
1: tackles sacks. It's bright. Right after,
0: oh, got it. Okay, got it. Like I said, we uh we do a lot of prep for this show. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, We're all, well prepared at all costs. So Hakeem had seven point five sacks. His quarterback hits were sixteen. That shows you he's a hell of a player. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we'll we'll run through some stats and then we'll list off some other things. Now, Khalil Mack. 12 and a half sacks. He hit the quarterback 18 times. I mean, when you're hitting the quarterback 18 times, you have 12 and a half sacks. These are good numbers. They're letting you know they're not just getting lucky. Floyd had four sacks, but hit the quarterback 11 times. Robertson Harris, a sleeper, had three sacks, hit the quarterback 11 times. Aaron Lynch, who we're probably going to lose... Had three sacks at the quarterback eight times. Um, who Eddie Goldman? Uh, he got to the quarterback. He only hit him three times and had three sacks. So, but listen, here's the thing with Eddie. Listen. Defensive linemen, uh, especially nose tackles, mm-hmm. aren't really supposed to do numbers like that, right? Unless your name is Aaron Donald <laughs> and Akeem <laughs> Hicks right now, who both have been. Lighten that position up. And you know what? Fletcher Cox, too. Let's not forget about him. Yeah. Um, Haloti Nada back in the day, too. He retired. Um, but, you know, here's here's the deal. It's
1: it's when you're a big guy and you're lined up in that position, it's just do your
0: job, man. Do your job. Yeah. And that's what he does. And he does it very, very well. Thoughts on uh, Khalil Mack's season this year? First season as a Oh, Chicago my gosh. Bear. I... Yeah i couldn't be happier with what he did
1: i mean he came out that first game against um our, uh, packers packers was just amazing i mean had we not uh, let our hair down in the l- second half um <laughs> you know th- th- i mean that... he
0: had six forced fumbles too
1: yeah i know he listen and one interception the guy is a is a force of nature uh, one of the best and, and I'll give it to Pace, and I'll, I'll give it to the to the Bears, man. That that was a hell of a trade, regardless of what, by the way, MIT says in terms of that whole trade. Um, it was a fantastic trade.
0: Here's the thing. We don't know who the Raiders are drafting yet for Khalil Mack, so let's see if that pe- pick pans out, and if that pick is anything – Better than Khalil Mack, or right with his level, or maybe even a little bit below. And Mack starts to fall off, then yeah, we made a mistake. But the basically only time's going to tell. Yeah, that's the only thing that's going to yeah. tell about this trade. Look, th-
1: these are not just good numbers; these border on great numbers. Okay, this is a top-notch defense. These are fantastic. I'll yeah, I'll say better than great. Some of these numbers are fantastic.
0: They really are. Um, I think overall, our defensive line, let's go. Okay. um, I'll give my thoughts on Khalil. Uh, What else do you say? Beast. Yeah. I don't know how much more detailed depth you want. Analogies, analysis. Um, I will say I did not watch very many Oakland Raiders games, but he is developing a move that is so crazy he does this thing. Okay, his angles are insane. How he dips at a forty-five degree angle and is pushing off three hundred and thirty-pound men with one arm. He's doing a bull rush with one arm. That's kind of like a dip. He waits to see your foot is off center, and then boom, and you you just fall yeah. back, and then and all you can do is grab onto him right. and hold on for yeah. dear life. Uh, yeah,
1: he he's a freak of nature. I mean. That's all there is to it. And he's got that little swim move sometimes when he comes back the other way. If he knocks the guy a little bit with his arm and comes back around, that's also a fantastic move.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: it's he's just, hey, for Bears fans, he's a thing of beauty. An absolute thing of beauty.
0: He really is. So let's go to his partner in crime, someone who's really helped him, I think, this year. Hakeem Hicks. I mean, without that big man eating oh. up some of them double teams, I don't know if Khalil get yeah, he might, he might not, who knows? But the fact is we have two big beasts in and, that line. Yeah,
1: and, and they complement each other. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if you if you're an offense offensive line coach and you're gonna play the Bears, you got a lot of decisions to make.
0: Yeah. Okay?
1: You've yeah. got a lot of decisions to make in terms of who you're gonna cover and because of the speed, because of the Eddie Goldman bull rush, because of the big guys, because of Floyd and uh, Mac, you have so many guys that you have to keep track of. Someone's
0: going to get free. Exactly. Someone is going to get free. Let's talk about uh, the Young unsung hero, Eddie Goldman, a little bit. Uh, like I said, there's not much. It's hard to sum up uh, real quick, though. It's hard to sum up these guys. Like Yeah. They're just beasts. Their numbers are there. Keem Hicks is just – he's an animal, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have an animal on the team, and it's great to have. Let's go to the unsung hero, and my – to me is Eddie Goldman. Now you look at Eddie's numbers. He only had three sacks, three quarterback hits. They're not – all his numbers aren't there, but, man, him stuffing the run, him making people go the other way. Having a good defensive line rotation is key. And I am a big fan and a big proponent of stacking that defensive line to get fresh bodies in and out for the offensive line to face each series. Yeah. And not even each series, just like, you know, breathers. Get fresh guys in there, and that's what Eddie helps with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eddie helps with that. Uh, Aaron Lynch helped with that. Uh, Robertson Harris really helped for that. I mean, there's, there were some unsung heroes coming in here. And really making a difference for this Bears team. I I, I agree. By the way, w- were you surprised
1: with Robertson Harris's uh, play this year? I shocked. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, who was talking about him? Or, but no one before
0: before the year even began, and and he'd get out there, and you'd all of a sudden be like. Who the heck was that? Well, and and some of these interceptions that aren't being shown up are because of Robertson Harris getting through the line, just putting his hands up, and quarterbacks just trying to throw the ball out to the receivers. I'd say at least three or four of those interceptions were because of him. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you, who, who, was, your, who was your biggest
1: disappointment on the line? We talked about that on, on offense. What about defense? Do you have anybody here? I mean, this was a great defense. Did you have anybody that you really thought perhaps played a little under par?
0: You know, I really don't. I'm going to be completely honest. Now, I, we did call out Floyd in the year, but I'm telling you, man, that cast hindered him. Oh, it because did. he when he got that cast off, he became a different person. Yeah, yeah. he he was more comfortable. He played really well. Um, well some of his stats, he had, he only had four. He only had four sacks. Okay. He did have uh eleven quarterback hits though. I mean, he's getting to the quarterback. Yeah, he's putting pressure on. I mean, with that hand. I-, I would love to see a fully healthy Floyd. Oh. I- and I-, I mean
1: We need a fully healthy Floyd. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, here's the deal. We we've got we've got a great defense. We lost a great defensive coach. Um, you know, and, and that's gonna hurt. That, that I th- I think it is going to hurt. I now, um, uh, Chucky comes in as our coach, and uh, you know what do you, what do you think? I mean, can can we keep we up the kind about, of production? We've talked, we've
0: talked about this already. I know,
1: I know. I just gotta ask one more time because I'm nervous he's, he's, about it. I'm he, a fan. He's
0: using us as a stepping stone. What what else is there to it? If you don't think he is, you're blind. He will take a head coaching job by the end of next year if our defense is anything as good as it was last year. That's just a fact, and he's using us as a stepping stone. Why didn't he take any other defensive jobs? He waited. He sat around. Oh, Vic leaves? Okay, let me uh, throw my hat into the ring here. Yeah,
1: not not a whole lot you got to do with this defense. There's uh, still stuff you gotta do, I yeah, mean, but you scheming. know you got the talent you
0: you're, you're uh, it's I, not like you no, it's not no, like you I, inherited no.
1: nothing here, like not no I'm, like not, you say, no, I'm not
0: saying that, but you can shit the bed with your inheritance. you can shit the bed with your inheritance. Let me tell you something right now, Mel Tucker, when he was a fucking coach, which in my opinion, really fucked over Mark Trussman. Trussman. That was his fault. He should have never hired Mel Tucker. Why the hell would you hire someone from um what's it called? The Jacksonville that can't even run a defense there. When he left, Vic took almost identical, the same defense and turned it around overnight. That's what has me skeptical. That's what scares me. Because you can still piss and shit the bed on your inheritance. And he might do that. Chucky might do that. <laughs> Don't say it. Say it's not so. But we can't call him Chucky because every time I call him Chucky, I think John Gruden. Yeah, that's true. So Chucky's out. Yeah, I'm maybe we got to. G-
1: what I mean, we got to. We got to get a better name for him. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, God bless Chucky, though. Thank you. So for anyhow, that our
0: our line is our defensive line is stacked, and we've covered that, and. Uh, uh, do you feel that we add to that? We need to add to that because I feel like always adding can never hurt, especially a defensive line. Well, here, here's where I stand. I would like to see
1: us get another edge rusher. Edge rusher.
0: Um, we'll talk about that. Yeah,
1: I, I would. I would really like to see uh, w- this upcoming draft have some some talent in it. And granted, we don't go until the third round, and we'll talk about some of that later on.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I have a feeling we're going to go in the first round, and I'll tell you why later.
1: Ooh, okay. I want to hear about that. A little bit of
0: a teaser. Okay, let's move on. Let's get to coaching. Let's do coaching now. All right. How do you feel Nagy did for the year? (laughs) I think. Listen,
1: how about genius? Agreed. Genius. Genius. Want to elaborate on that? Well, yeah, I, I will. Um, he keeps defenses off balance. He's got a lot of motion in his plays. He's unpredictable. He's creative in terms of his play calling. He, um, he just knows how to play and get the offense in positions to be successful. And despite some. Individual performances that could have been better at quarterback, I still think we have the tools to go a long, long way. But the quarterback position, which we've talked about,
0: I know we got to stop bringing it up, dude. We're talking about coaching now. I
1: know, I know.
0: So, coaching wise, I think he did an outstanding job. I think, uh, I think, listen, and this is just me nitpicking. Okay, I want to first come out of the box by saying this genius, fantastic, 12 and 4, unreal. The bar's high. Is the bar too high? I don't think so. I don't think you can ever set the bar too high. I mean, we still didn't win a playoff game. So we're right where we need to be in that regard. Uh, I'd say we're way above where we thought we'd be. With that being said, I'm going to nitpick just a little. Cause that's what I mean. There has to. There's always some kind of flaw, you know. I think the biggest thing for me was he. I'd like to see him learn how to utilize the players he has a little better, and we talked about that with Howard. And I think he needs to remind himself to be himself more. We we you gotta go for it sometimes on fourth down, man. And we started to really lose that at the end of the year. Very aggressive at the beginning of the year, Mm kind of lost it towards the end. Hopefully, he looks back at that. I like a ballsy coach, man. I think going for it, man, we are in a new day and age, we are in a new league, man. If you're past your own 50, just go for it. Yeah, and I really like that when coaches do that. Well, and look at the luxury luxury we have on the other side of the ball. Yeah, it's when you got a defense like we have. You could take more risks. So here's my thing. On a fourth and one, a fourth and two, a fourth and three, a fourth and whatever, right? (laughs) Wouldn't you rather take the risk of maybe getting more yards, maybe scoring, and maybe letting your defense rest a few more? Or would you just punt the ball away?
1: No. No. Don't punt. Don't punt. Take the opportunity and make the best of it.
0: The only time punting makes sense is if Nathan Peterman is on the other side of that ball, getting the ball. Okay. (laughs) Listen, we're in a league with Aaron Rodgers, okay? We're in a league with Kurt Cousins. Say what you want about Kurt, and we owned him this year. We might not own him next year. We have no idea what Chuck Pagano is going to do. We don't know. Like, now, I do know Chuck likes to blitz. So he probably will bring more blitzes. Um, You know, so we don't really know. But my whole thing is, with the, you know... <sighs> how how do i want to say this just be more yourself and get yeah. a little more risky but other than that man that again listen that's me nitpicking yeah. the dude did an amazing job. Yeah. we got this higher right we did get the higher right and and I'll
1: give it to pace I don't often do that but I'll give it to pace in terms of this was a fantastic higher here's the deal what I what I really like about Nagy you can tell when players like and trust their coach. And you can tell that they, the players, like and trust him and, most importantly, respect him. Do you have a favorite
0: part of what he did this year, just coaching-wise oh. or anything? I, one thing pops in my mind, but I'll let you go first. I I really like
1: what you said. Um, I like that he took some real risks on, on fourth down this year, especially earlier in the season. Yeah. I mean I that was fun because I was so I mean how much of John Foxball can you watch and not fall asleep and we went from kind of an offense that looked like it was stuck in the 1950s you know to an offense that we, I mean come on this
0: offense hopped in a Ferrari this year and took off Co- it's because coaches need to learn how to evolve. Andy Reid is the best example. Look how long he's been in the league, outlasting literally everyone. You cannot. This is a league that is forever evolving. You cannot get stuck in the mud. John Fox was stuck in the mud. Hopefully, Matt Nagy won't get stuck in the mud. I don't think he will, but you never know. Yeah, you know, yeah. the book could come out on this offense. It's forever evolving. You know. So if so, they often say. That your first year of, on your
1: offense is your worst year. Year two, year three, that you really start to kick an offense into gear. Year three, year four. What what do you
0: think? Of I that? Heard, no, I think year two. I think you year, think year two. two. Why not? So this year coming up, 2019, it has to be. I mean, you're going into Mitch's third year. I mean, you're going to need to see he he's got to start to improve. Like he has to put up better numbers. Okay. And if he doesn't, and then we'll see, um, you know, so that's again, quarterback stuff, uh, coaching, just, I, I wouldn't really tweak that much. You know, the no. plays are there. No, like I, I already said my piece on that. Uh, we already talked about, uh, Vic leaving sucks. Um, don't expect to be number one in defense next year. Just don't because Vic is a, yeah. a, 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 he's a, he's a genius. Yeah. And I like, would love for him to teach me stuff. Right. right. And, and listen. I for, could, could you not sit in a room with him all day? And oh talk, yeah. I mean the guy. I, 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 I would, I said, I was about to say, could you not sit in the room and, and let him and talk X's and O's, but it wouldn't really be talking and be listening for yeah, us. Right. And right. just having him talk. Right. It,
1: yeah. It, it's going to the mountain. We we would oh, be listening.
0: Man. We'd be listening to the master. Let's face it. I would. Well, yeah. You know, how, I'd love to sit in a film room and oh watch him work oh, and yeah. explain why he called this and who, what happened here and who did what and, oh my gosh, I'm getting giddy just thinking. The guy about knows it.
1: football and, and listen, Bears fans. We, I know many of you are with us. We love our turnovers in Chicago. Okay, we love. There is nothing better than. Uh, balls getting punched out, interceptions, uh, fumble recoveries. We love the turnover. You know, to be frank, we're not going to have as many of those. We had a great, great turnover year. I still think we're going to get our fair share, but don't believe that coming into this year with changing a new defensive coach that we're going to get the same number of turnovers. It's just not going to happen.
0: It might, but I like where your head's at. Keep your expectations low. Yeah, yeah. Keep them low. That's
1: Speaking you know, of low expectations, high. are we ever going to talk about Ryan Pace?
0: Yeah, we're getting there. We're here now. Might as well talk about the GM. Listen, uh, this year we'll talk about what he did, signing Khalil Mack, huge. Um, bringing in the players, bringing in Gabriel, bringing in Allen Robinson. Trading up for Anthony Miller. All huge. All great. Uh, Yeah. We'll give it to him. Roquan Smith. Big. Leonard Floyd he got. Big play players. Big Um, players. We'll give him kudos. But that's where kind of the kudos stops. Yeah. Because the decisions he makes doesn't make sense at all. Now, I completely understand that. And then this might be on Matt Nagy, but we need to get a better quarterback. We signed that Tyler Braid again to a one-year deal. Don't understand that. I guess we're just banking on Trubisky never getting hurt. Yeah. So yeah, that think... that's real stupid. Uh, we need to address this issue right here and right now, as we speak. It is March twenty-second. Free agency has already kicked off. We have cut Cody Parkey. We literally signed another kicker with the last name Blewett. I, I can't. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> it. His name is spelled and pronounced It. Only in Chicago Only in Chicago We signed another kid I don't get it I don't understand Let me tell you why I don't get it Let me tell you why I don't understand Let me tell you why Ryan Pace pisses me off Listen to As we speak Who is a free agent right now the free agents four kickers, okay? Stefan Goskowski is a free agent. He's only 35 as a kicker. Okay? 49ers re-up. They got Robbie. We can't bring back Robbie, okay? They've I'm pretty sure they tagged him, didn't they? They, they did. So we're not getting Robbie. We can't get Robbie. Robbie's gone. Goskowski's a free agent. Matt Bryan's a free agent. Kyle Forbath's a free agent. Phil Dawson's a free agent. Janikowski's a free agent. The only two I would take is Matt Bryant and Gaskowski, but Gaskowski first. Now I looked into Gaskowski because they said, "How is this possible? How are the Patriots really going to let him go?" But remember, man, the Patriots let go Adam Vinatieri, who won them Super Bowls, two Super Bowls. He's now in Indianapolis. He's still kicking at forty-two. Why not take a risk on Gaskowski? One He's of the most thirty-five, ac- one of the most accurate kickers. Been in Super Bowls. Yes, kicked field goals in Super Bowl
1: Bowls. I, I bet
0: he. He's an handle- outdoor kicker. I bet
1: he could handle the pressure.
0: So does the rest of the league just sit back and go, "Well, that's a Patriots guy. We can actively pursue him." I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I'm fucking pissed. Hey, listen. We have 17 mil in cap space right now. We But, Dad, we need to stop acting. Seriously, need to stop acting. Like. And uh, we. Fuck we. It's not we. Pace. Stop acting like kickers are a dime a dozen. They're not. And they do matter. I don't care what people say. You, know, you don't miss 11 field goals, man.
1: That shit matters. The the only time you can be cavalier about kickers is in
0: fantasy football, not in real life. No, and listen, I'm not just going to get on pace for that, right? I'm not going to be that guy. Oh, you're just mad at him because he didn't get a kicker? No, let's talk about Kevin White. Let's talk about Kyle Fuller. The reason we signed Kyle Fuller to more money, let's talk about all the fucking guaranteed money this dude dishes out. He is the third highest on GMs for dishing out guaranteed money. Trey Burton was a shit signing. Okay. I don't care what anyone says. Shit signing. Okay. He blew his first ever pick on Kevin White. Blew it when all the signs in the world were there. The ego on this asshole. People think he's a genius, too. He is not a genius. He covers it up. He shows you Khalil Mack while he's making all these shitty decisions on the side. So, to your point,
1: I believe a year or two ago, there was a quarterback that he paid a ton of money to from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No one talks about this either. Go ahead. Thank you for bringing that up. I mean, uh, let's see. How much money did that particular—
0: 21.2 million, I'm pretty sure, guaranteed. Yeah, and— How did he play Tyler? Well, it's not, it's not, let's not even talk about that, okay? Let's not even talk about that. Ryan Pace is a goddamn jackass. He gets Trubisky. He moves up one space to get Trubisky. Lynch, the GM for uh, the the Broncos or for uh, the 49ers, he laughed. He he's like I can't believe they gave us that much to move up. We weren't taking him. so we miss Mahomes. We even miss uh oh my God, what a quarterback, Houston. Uh, Cl- uh oh, um, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun. We missed on Deshaun. Okay, why the fuck are we moving up in the draft to pick up Trubisky when Mike Glennon hasn't even played a snap, which we already agreed is a bad signing. But then you trade everything away to move up one spot to get a quarterback. These are bad moves, people. Don't forget about these fucking moves he's done. Yeah. All he's doing is showing you Khalil Mack. Yeah. He's showing you Khalil Mack, and then then he gets a good pick with Roquan Smith. Yes, these are great assets, and yes, I'm ecstatic that he made the moves, but there's so many, many shitty moves. If this was a scale... Right? If we put everything on a scale, the scale would be leaning more to shit than good. Am I wrong? No, I, 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 I'm
1: following you. I, I, I think it's basically, you know, having a nice mansion on the outside and a shit house on the inside, you know, in terms of some of those moves. Khalil Mack was a fantastic move. He's had other very good moves. I'll give it to him. But when it comes to free agency, when it comes to some of these moves like you said with kickers with quarterbacks you know you got to really wonder um how much of this is pace could could there be someone behind the scenes no it's you know? not no, no it's you not no you don't think so okay i'm just asking because it's
0: it's hard it's no. hard to believe there's no, no, a no, no, there's no, no, a single no, no, no. screw up like this there's no, it's, it's hard not what are you fucking talking about No, no way. Look, it's always the GM. It's always the GM. There's no one else. There's the president. Yeah, but the GM's the one making the moves. Let's not forget, guys, he gave us John Fox. Ooh. He gave us. He finished. This is the, okay, we went, we finished third, and then we finished fourth and fourth with John Fox. Right? He was there for three years. Seemed like a lifetime. He hired him. He's hiring all these fucking people. He got it right with Nagy. There's no question. But again, he is not addressing dire needs that we have. One of them is a kicker. And then we go out and we reassign Pat Pat O'Donnell late. We need Pat O'Donnell. Okay? He's a good punter. You need a decent punter. Okay. Not. Uh, let's talk about. Okay. Let's just get into the Kyle Fuller thing. Yep. We wanted Kyle Fuller resign. Absolutely. Pace did not draft Kyle Fuller. Pace goes. Eh. I don't think he's that good. All of a sudden, the the, the Packers. Hey, we got a really sweet offer for you. Oh, we want him now, and we'll pay more. Why didn't we just offer Fuller a deal? Why didn't Pace do that? Is this repeating this year with Aaron Lynch? You mean Adrian Amos? Amos? No, I mean with. um... What about Adrian Amos? Yeah, that's. He was our stud safety.
1: He's now in Green Bay. Wait, even worse. I I think letting uh, Callahan, Bryce Callahan, go to Denver was a mistake.
0: A huge huge mistake. But you're telling me we can't keep one of them? They're both huge. They're astronomical mistakes. Yeah, I, I think later on between both of
1: them, I would actually disagree in terms of I think Callahan is going to end up being a bigger impact player than Amos.
0: Amos is good, though, in our system because Eddie ja- Amos isn't going to mm. jump routes. Amos is going to get down in the box and make tackles. Eddie Jackson's going to jump routes. Hey, Eddie Jackson's going to be that guy worst
1: off-season free agency move this year by far and i will argue this to the bank comes home is a complete bust because it's
0: Buster Scrine who oh is this God. guy have you guys looked at some of his stats he's been the most penalized db in the league since he joined the league in 2009
1: yes absolutely i mean he this is a guy i've looked at some of his film this is a guy who's just—he can—he can make plays.
0: But here's the deal: I, I don't know if I can take it. You're just driving me to drink. Uh oh.
1: I mean, uh oh. It was a so, short drive. This is a guy that I was watching film on him, and Tyler, I kid you not, as soon as he gets turned, it's done.
0: Dad, when as the, soon as he gets turned, it's done. Dad, if, when the Jets let you go, and then we jump all over it. Yeah. So, so,
1: Buster, I think you're gonna be a bust. I'm saying it right now. I okay. On the flip side of that, ha ha ha. I
0: like that move. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. I like okay, it. Okay, now I have beef with that move. My beef is only one year.
1: <laughs> he's a he's a pro bowler. Yeah, you know what he's doing though. He got offered more to go other places. He wanted to play with Eddie Jackson, his old Alabama teammate. I I think what he's doing is he's setting up one year to try to get more.
0: No, but did he do that or we do? Well, I think we did that. Why would we? I don't know. I, th- I, I, I see. Okay, we're looking at this different. I thought that um, Ryan Pace only offered him one year. That's what I heard. He was only offered a one-year deal. And it may be that that may be. He's but a, I'm, hoping he, he he's a that, I'm hoping he can take
1: a I'm hoping he take that one year deal and turn it into more. But
0: th- but that, but that, that but I like who that. knows? Who knows? Yeah. It doesn't. Well, look I know. But I like I like him. I look like. At, look at Adrian Amos. He played lights out this year. Gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. At least, listen. Between Amos and Haha, who who do you think is that an
0: upgrade? They're similar players. I think. Uh, I think. I think it's a little bit of an upgrade in some ways. I, I want you know after the year that he had. Amos. Um. Wow. This is hard. I'm. I'm level here. Um. I say. You know what? Let's do this. Why don't we compare at the end of the year? I yeah. know that's a cliche thing to do, and I just ran out the back door with my tail between my legs, but. I kind of want to see how good he becomes without our defense. Yeah. Now, the, the, what, the, sorry, that was a, was that Henry or something? I don't know. It sounded like a cat outside. I, I don't know what, I don't know what Oh, no, is. there's kids playing, there's kids playing outside. That threw me off. They started laughing and cackling and it, man, that was creepy. Yeah, that was a little weird. Well, it's dark out. Anyway, um, back to the podcast. Yeah. Let, let's see how he does. I mean, I think the Packers are going to have a def- decent defense this year. So let's see how uh, let's see how he does. All right. Well, and let's you know. see how Clinton Dix does. Ha Because I think he's going to do pretty damn good in that defense. I, I do too. I I, I like I, the way he, put, he And he, he can come up into the box and hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to get back to Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace, buddy. Hey, listen. Do me a favor. Clear up some fucking cap room for a guy named by the name of Eddie Jackson. He needs to be a bear for a long, long yes, time. Yes, he does. He, that guy is good. Because if we don't keep him and we don't lock him up at the end, don't let him touch free agency. And don't do this bullshit either of, oh, we're going to franchise tag a player. We see how this turns out. You know what situation you're going to get? You're going to get an Antonio Brown or you're going to get a um, Le'Veon Bell situation. Uh, let's talk about, I teased it earlier. Let's talk about, dude, this all falls with pace. And I know a lot of it, it, it is a mix though. We have been positive. Okay. We have been given yep. some positive. We defense, have, we didn't but, beat him up the whole time. Not the whole time, but in my opinion, there's a lot more negative and we're getting to the negative right now. He wants to trade Jordan Howard. This is a stupid fucking move. Okay,
1: now listen, this, I'm just going to even wh- talk well, for him.
0: Hold on real quick. Before I forget. What I want to tease, what I teased earlier in this episode was, I said, I think we're moving up to a first round. I, I, and I truly do. With Jordan Howard's age, he is worth a first round pick. And I think that, and we'll get it later, but we'll, we'll jump up to the first or second. And we're going to lose Jordan Howard. Yeah. I, I really hope that doesn't happen. And I'll tell you
1: why. What we're paying Jordan Howard right now, he represents less than 0.75% of 1% a quarter of 1% of our cap space and he's got so much more talent you're even if you're moving up let's say do you really think tyler that that someone is going to let us move from a third round to a first round with a trade for jordan our, yeah. Howard? Yeah. Really? You th- yeah, look at his age. Yeah. Okay. All Still right. on
0: his rookie contract.
1: All right. Because a lot of people are saying that's that that's not going to happen. No. That, that, that we're not going to get nearly that, that kind of uh, capital from him at this point in time in his career. Now, there's people interested in him. There's no doubt what I heard there were four or five teams that have already approached the Bears interested in him. I just don't think we're going to get the return on our investment if we get rid of him.
0: How is he not worth a first-round pick? His rookie year, he goes over 1,000 yards. Next year over a thousand yards. This year almost over a thousand yards. He's only been in the league for three years. How is that not valued at a first round pick? Hey, I think
1: I think he's worth it. I want to be clear. I think he's worth it. What I'm hearing he's around the league. Years what old. I'm hearing around the league is that, that is not that deal is not
0: gonna happen. A twenty four year old? Yes. You don't think Seattle would buy it?
1: Well, okay. When you're talking Seattle, that might be a little bit He different. fits their mold completely. He does. He does. Now, wouldn't that be a switch?
0: No. Let's talk about this switch. This is fucking stupid, right? So when Jordan Howard was put on the, the block to trade, okay, he was put on the block, and I almost, first off, I almost shit my pants, okay? Second off, you have a running back who's getting... Almost consistently, a thousand yards. Okay, you don't get rid of that man. Thank you. Why? So then I thought, okay, well he doesn't fit the system, right? They want scat backs. They want like a Kareem Hunt. They want like a Tariq Cohen, another Tariq to go with Tariq, if that makes any sense. So I'm thinking, okay, that's what they want. Then they go out and sign Mike Evans. Yeah. What? What? What's that all about? He's a he's a fucking degenerate not degenerate that's harsh that's stupid. yeah that's yeah that he's was a, a little d- over the top He's a downgraded to be nice and this is actually me being you know he's beyond a downgraded Jordan Howard Yeah, yeah. He's beyond a downgraded Jordan Howard and we sign him Yeah What are well, we doing Once again it gets to my
1: point you it's Howard that whole thing that Howard doesn't fit the system, I, I, I'm not buying it. He, they've not given him the opportunity to fit the system. And there's a world of difference there. And I'm sticking to that.
0: No, I'm with you too. But did not you did you not think, though, that that's why we were getting rid of him? Because he didn't fit the system? And then we bring in Mike Evans? Yeah. And you're yeah. sitting there scratching your head like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Um, another signing we didn't talk about, which doesn't make sense to me, uh, it's not a horrible signing. I'm, I'm a little more positive on it than you are, is Cordell Patterson. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't think he helps our wide receiving core as much as I think he helps. I, we need a returner. Okay. We need a returner. So,
1: so here here's the thing I'm going to say. What did Cordell Patterson do when he was with the Vikings? What did he do so, do so great when he, he returned?
0: Was with... He got okay. some returns. All right. We need a returner. All right. So I'll I when will he, I will he, buy. He, wouldn't you rather have him on a return than Tariq getting hurt? I yeah. would. Not. I I would agree there about that. But so okay. So basically, we paid
1: was it fifteen million for two years for Cordell? Pretty sure it was like fifteen million yeah. for Cordell two years. It's not horrible. Not horrible, but the, that's all he really is. He's. Hey,
0: it makes you feel a lot better than Fitzpatrick going <laughs> to uh, Miami <laughs> for two years, eleven million, with incentives reaching all the way up to seventeen million.
1: Yeah. By the way. Don't you think Fitz is laughing all the way to the bank right now? What are they?
0: That's another time. But they're yeah. if you're trying to tank for Tua, why the <laughs> hell are you getting Fitzpatrick? He's going to win you like six, seven games. Oh yeah, he's going to be. Yeah, it. he's going to he's going to air p- it out, man. Oh, he he's <laughs> going to be the only quarterback that pisses off Dolphins fans because he's winning. <laughs> they're going to be like, why the hell do we bring in this guy? Anyway, yeah, I would have liked him for a backup.
1: So listen, I, I'll buy the argument. That okay, we paid, you know, seven and a half million dollars a year and we got a return guy. Okay, I'll buy that. I just think he's such a gadget player. The way the Patriots used him gadget player, but, yes, but, could he but, could he pull off every now and then? Could he pull something off and get 10, 15 yards? But yeah. look look who's creative as hell and loves gadget plays.
0: Yeah, I know it. That's why they got him, man. Yeah. I'm not I'm not totally against that signing. Uh, who is the wide receiver we got from Atlanta? Our farming system for wide receivers. Lately? Yeah,
1: he he's fast as all get out. His last name starts, I thought, with an H. Um, why can't I remember that right now? Anyway, really really fast guy. My only issue with him uh, didn't he didn't he come from Atlanta? Yeah, that's yeah, what I just okay. said. Okay, well I, I, I thought I, I, you, you I got a call. I
0: called Atlanta our farm system. Yeah, okay for uh, <laughs> right. wide receivers. All
1: right, okay. Well, I was making sure that. You know, we were on the same page with that. But um, here's here's the specs that I've seen on this guy. Fast as all get out, not so sure he can catch the ball.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he might be able to run down the field, beat everybody, but whether he can catch that ball after he beats everyone I think is a real question mark. So,
0: basically, there's no more free agents left. Um other uh, than Goskowski and everyone's right. like, "Oh, well, the Patriots are working to uh, sign him to a new deal." So, so, so I. Well, By that's the way, fi- by well, the way, I, but, I think
1: you and I were hoping that maybe Houston, who just went to the Colts, yeah, he
0: just signed with. The
1: Colts. Um, we were we were thinking maybe we had an outside he, shot. With he him. he would
0: have been nice.
1: Yes, he would have. He would have fit. I think he would have fit the system very very well.
0: I mean, that, that's what I'm talking about by yeah. having a rotation. So, yeah. I I just looked at the 21 top free agents left.
1: Quite honestly, didn't see anyone that really interests me. Goskowski is it?
0: Yeah. That well, yeah, we
1: covered Uh, him. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, right. Here's my opinion with this, Dad. Wouldn't you be more upset? Like, like, okay, he's about to be a free agent. There's rumors going around that the Patriots are going to resign him. Okay, because then the Bears can't make contact. Because you know he's not a free agent yet. He's a free agent right now. Yeah. Time to make contact, Pace. Yeah, yeah. Where is he? The Bahamas. (laughs) <laughs> Time for liftoff. All right. But seriously, uh, listen, that was a wrap-up show uh, for the year. We broke down every position. We went through the goods, the bads, the lows, the ups, the downs. So we probably won't be with you again. We will do the draft. Uh, we're not just going to fill with nonsense because that's no one wants to hear that. We only do relevant bear talk. That's it. Uh, if someone would like to come on, someone has something to say, uh, we can address that, and we can do something like that. Uh, maybe do a little mini episode of. You know what? Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to rule it out completely. I'm kind of doing a little behind the curtain here, but you know, if if we have enough, basically, what I'm trying to say is, if we have enough content to bring to you instead of you playing us to fall asleep every night as white noise, we will bring that to you. If not, we're just like every other gas bag, podcast, radio thing, and we don't want to be that. That's so, correct. We'll be back with you in uh, in April to do a show. Uh, hopefully we won't be crying over Jordan Howard being traded and us actually moving up in the draft to probably draft another quarterback knowing Ryan Pace. Um uh.
1: I, I just think I got an ulcer right there
0: so please, please tell we'll, we'll me we'll probably be back around then well, we'll be back around then for sure uh, we if we have an episode before then you will definitely know it'll be all over social media and whatnot.
1: hey I, I would like to I would like to make Go a ahead. prediction though Third round I predict we're gonna take a running back in the third round.
0: but do you think we move up um at least to
1: the second. If we move up to the second round, we take a defensive end.
0: Oh, and we did not address this. Uh, the reason why we only have a, well, we don't have a first round pick because of Khalil Mack, and we don't have a second round pick because of Anthony Miller. We traded up, which I'm fine with not yeah. having both. If you want to, you know, I, I'll take those players all day. So hopefully, Jordan Howard's only 24, three years in the league. We, we read off his stats. You, you don't trade him. You no. don't, you don't. Let him go. Let him be a bear. Give him a chance. Whoa, you gotta ref- work on your phrasing there. You just yelled, "Let him go." My my heart sunk.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying,
0: let the idea of trading him away go. Okay, you gotta clarify. You just yelled, "Let it go," "Let him go," and I think everyone's heart just like no. went
1: right to their feet. No, no, that's not what I meant.
0: So, yeah, we'll be back with you. And remember, guys, we are on everything pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. We are on. If there's a platform that we are not on and that you use, holler at us, get at us, and we'll get on that. And remember, it's always a good time when you. Bear down.